Hey, Giant fans, welcome to the Giant Insider Podcast. My name is Jerry Foley. I am the senior editor of the Giant Insider newspaper. And with me, as always, is the beat writer and the heart of Giants Nation, Chris Pizzignano. Chris, our sponsor, the media captain, records a weekly podcast, if you didn't know. After you get your Giants fixed by listening to the Giant Insider Podcast, if you want to learn more about entrepreneurship and what it takes to start a business, along with the latest and greatest online and digital trends, check out the Media Captain's podcast on Apple iTunes and all the major podcast outlets. Again, that's the Media Captain podcast, Twitter account, at the Media Captain. So what, uh, you know, the, the, the Super Bowl champions from two years ago, Chris, are, uh, are, are getting a little big now, right? They only allow their fans to look at one practice. Is that it? Yeah, I, I was shocked by that. <laughs> Were you? Oh, I, what? yeah, usually what? they're not really like that. I mean, for, you know, I, I look, I, we talk about it all the time. I see all these Eagle fans all the time. And they always talk about how, uh, like, uh, reachable the players are, like, and the organization mm-hmm. is. And it looks like the one training camp practice is open to the public. Is there a reason for that, Jerry? Did you read anything about that? What's I, the reason? I have, Do you know? I, I have no idea. Oh, okay. Because I, I think every team in the league has open practices, uh, a certain amount of open practices in training camp. Uh, to have one, has they have to be the only team in the league that only has one, right? I never heard of that before. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I was I found that a little surprising. I, maybe, maybe they just don't want the fans to see how bad they're going to be this year. Or maybe they're afraid of, you know, what everyone else is afraid of the Eagle fans, just acting up and being rowdy and throwing batteries and doing things like that. I don't know. I don't know. Very surprised. I, I didn't quite see a reason. Um, I see a lot of a lot of feedback on it, though, man, and people are not happy. Uh, so I, I don't know. I, I'm curious to see what the reason is or if they change that policy, you know, because uh, one is, wow, that, that is a, kind of an insult to the fans there, bud. Yeah, and there are some eagle accounts I don't want to say, but they're uh, they're pretty upset, and I get it. Um, you know, and and they're they're pointing out, you know, that the the Giants basically have nine open practices, they have one. Um, yeah, it's just uh, kind of surprising, but oh well, buddy, not our problem, huh? <laughs> no, pretty pretty funny. Uh, but you know, they're going to get a lot of. Bad, bad feedback down there in Philly with that one. I well, tell you, I, that I can't now. wait till I see people in Wildwood Crest and be like, "Hey, are you guys going to practices?" Oh, right. I'm sorry, you can only go to one. What day is that? Is that that's the yeah. open? Oh, okay, sorry, guys. That's gonna be a riot. That one that's open, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Like, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. Yeah. So, uh, more importantly, my friend, um, we're, we're kind of breaking down position battles, everybody, and we're going through, you know, position by position, and we'll see where this takes us. And the next one we wanted to go to was, um, I don't know if you guys heard in the offseason, there was a big trade at wide receiver, and uh, we wanted to kind of visit and see who we thought was going to make this roster and how they could contribute. So, um, you know, there was the acquisition of Golden Tate and the dismissal of Odell Beckham Jr. for multiple draft picks. But, uh, you know, behind Golden Tate and Sterling Shepard, it's kind of a crapshoot. It's a crapshoot from... Really, positions I would say three to six, wouldn't you, Chris? Um, well, let's start off with it. I figure Sherman what keeps six. Yeah, that's that's another question. I don't know. Right? If, I don't know how many they keep. I mean, yeah, you figure they're going to keep six receivers, um, and you figure I have it, Jerry, as obviously Shep and Tate, and then you have I have it as Latimer, Coleman, and the rookie Slayton. That's five now. One spot. I'm going to go with six. They keep six. 
Now you're talking about the Benny Fowlers, the Russell Shepherds, Alonzo Russell, Alex Wesley, Reggie White Jr. battling for one spot. And to me, it comes down to who's the best special teamer. Right? Do you agree? Uh, I don't know. I only say that because out of the ones you said are staying, right? Corey Coleman and Latimer are already special teams guys. I guess you mean okay. coverage-wise, you mean, right? Right. No, I mean coverage. Yeah, special team player. Yeah. No, I don't mean returning. I mean, I'm sorry. I meant coverage. Yeah. Uh, and Russell Shepard, to me, is the one that stands out. He was pretty good on special teams last year. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I could be wrong, but that's the way I see. I see four for sure, and Slayton's going nowhere, the rookie. And then you see one, you know, like four guys, you know, kind of battling out for, you know, one spot. And even Slayton, even if he struggled in training camp, wouldn't even be practice squad material. He's too high of a draft pick. And somebody would would would, would grab him right away anyway. So, I don't know. They, they, you know, someone like Reggie White Jr. seems destined for the practice squad if, if unless he is completely impressive. And like you said, um, plays really well on specials. So, yeah, I, I guess it, it's Tate, Shepard, Latimer, um, Coleman. And then who did you say? The rookie, Slayton. Slayton, yeah, my God, Slayton. Has the fifth. Yeah, the next. And now you got yeah. Benny Fowler, that's Russell where, That's Shepard. my guy. That's the guy I said. Yeah, I do. And I know that um, a couple people put out Mach 53s already, and I'm like, wow, that's so early. I, I, I would love to do it, but I don't have nearly enough information to put an intelligent one together. Um, <laughs> it'd be funny to do one now and then do it in August and see how different it is right, and see, which, right. see which, if we were closer. I just I see Benny Fowler making this team, bud. So you think Russell Shepard's gone? Or do you, you, you see him keeping six, right? I mean, or, or you keep see him keeping seven? I don't know. All right. Well, that's the thing. You know, if they keep in seven and Shepard and Fowler stay, and then the other three kids, you know, you know, Russell, Wesley, or Reggie White Jr. So I guess it depends on – I see with the defensive backs, Jerry, how to, you know, how, they're going to have to make room for these kids. I can't see them keeping seven receivers. You know what, dude? We weren't going to do this. Hang on. Let's do it. I don't care. Let's do the, let's do the 53. I'll write them down as you say them. I, I'll, I'll, you know what? This is very impromptu. What better time to do this than now? Um, I want to hear your 53, Chris. And I know it sounds a little crazy to do this. We were not planning this. and Because I, I want to see where we are with regard to how many positions we're keeping at each spot or how many I should say how many slots we're keeping in each position all right so let's go quarterback Chris who are you keeping let's do it now I'll write them down Manning and I, I don't need we don't need to compare yours versus mine maybe I'll yeah. write both down but go ahead uh Manning Jones and Tanny so you're you're doing that and I'm gonna do the exact same because I agree with you and we talked about this all right running back let's do it Barkley mm-hmm. um Goldman, Perkins, mm. and Eli Penny. Yes, I think Rod Smith does not make it. I'm going to go Rod Smith instead of Penny. Okay. But this isn't a comparison of, you know, we can we can hang on to these and then see later on if I I'll probably change my mind 17 times. Uh, wide out. Shep, Tate, Latimer, Coleman, uh, Russell Shepard, and I Slayton. Take, I don't take shorthand. Hang on one second, Shep. Latimer. Well, I'm sorry, both Sheps, Tate, Latimer, Coleman, and Darius Slayton. Coleman and Slayton. 
I agree. That's six. I, I'm six. You know, you you know, you could go seven. I don't know. You know. No, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna go six now. But I'm gonna I'm gonna change. Damn it! I'm gonna change my uh my your sh second shepherd to I'm gonna say Fowler. Okay. Uh, offensive line. All right, we're up to thirteen players already. Offensive line. Offensive line. Uh, Solda. Yep. Hernandez. Wheeler. Yep. Uh, uh Jalapeno Pulley. <coughs> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. uh, Will Hernandez. Yep. Zeitler. Mm. Uh, what am I missing here? Oh, Big George. How many is that, Jerry? What'd I say? Uh, Big George makes seven. Who am I missing here? Um, what was the name? Salaki? <laughs> What's his name? The, uh, yeah, the Victor other... Slacko. I don't see him. <laughs> we're gonna keep. Um, we're gonna keep one more. We're gonna keep eight. So. Yeah. Um. You know what? Let's go with. Oh, Remmers. Oh, damn! I'm sorry, Remmers. That's the guy right. I'm forgetting. Yep. Mike Remmers. Yeah. All right. So we're up to 21 people, and um, you know, hopefully this is entertaining for you guys. But you know what? We're uh, we ran out of things to talk about, so let's do this now. Um, tight ends. Ingram, mm. Ellison, yes, Simonson, mm. and well, he went with four last year, so I'm going to go with four again. I'm going to say C.J. Conrad. Yeah, me too. I agree with you. Dickerson's out. All right, 25 players on offense. Defensive line. Defensive line, I have Tomlinson, mm. Hill, McIntosh, yep. uh, Olsen Pierre. Dexter Lawrence, Chris Slayton. And you have, so that makes one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I agree. I think they'll keep six. They'll rotate six. I'm trying to think, is there someone instead of Pierre that we would keep? The, no, start, you have. the starters are Tomlinson, Hill. Yeah, I guess it's going to be Pierre. And Lawrence. That's going to be the starters. Yeah, Lawrence. You know? And then they're going to mix in Slayton and McIntosh. Um, all right, linebacker Ogletree, mm. Martin, yep, Golden, yep, Lorenzo Carter, mm. BJ Goodson, Tay Davis, Connolly, and <coughs> that me. makes it what? What did I have six? Uh, yeah, yeah, I got seven, so I'm gonna go with Connolly. Yeah, I agree. I think everybody's gonna agree with those. All right, um. Corners. Oh my gosh. This is a tough one now. Yeah. You know, Jenkins, Beal, Love, Baker, and Haley. And we're missing. Oh, that's five. Yeah. That's five. Wow. Keep five corners. And Ballantyne. No? I don't think Ballantyne. I think Ballantyne's a practice squad kid. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm gonna say everyone right except I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say everybody except um, Haley. So I agree with you on all of them. I would you know what though? No, let me, I'm gonna put both. I'm gonna put Haley and Ballantyne that they keep both. I think one of those guys is gonna go over to safety. All right, so I have one more player than you. Who do you got at safety? I got Bethea, mm. um, Peppers, and Michael Thomas. And that's it. Yeah. All right, that's you have forty six guys, so I'm gonna say Bethea too, Peppers, uh, Thomas, and I'm gonna say uh, Chandler makes the team. 
Okay. So I have forty-eight. You have forty-six. I have forty-six. So now we got it. We got the two, the punter and the kicker. Yep, Rosas and and a long snapper. Diasi. All right. So I have what forty-nine now. You have forty-nine. I have fifty-two. So you you can you can build on your roster, buddy. <laughs> All right. I got four four. Oh, I'm sorry, I, I, have, I, have, I have 51. I can actually add two. Okay, I guess. What am I missing here? Uh, one more offensive tackle. Uh, one more offensive lineman we're going to have to go. We're going to say keep in nine. Yeah, so what happened was you had one less. I think I had you had one, one less corner than me, um, and I had an extra safety as well, which is why I have two more players. Oh, okay. So, uh, yeah, you know what? We, what did we name? We named eight linemen. They might keep more. So we always say the same thing, right? Every year, you look at the roster and you say, "Oh wow, are they really going to keep that many?" You know right. what? I might add another. I might add Penny and Smith. So I'll add to my list. I'll add. That's five backs then. Right. I'll add Elijah Penny. So I have Barkley, Gallman, Perkins, Smith, and Penny. Hmm. And and then I'll add one more player. I kept Valentine already. Um, I think I'll keep. I'll add a receiver. I'll add my. I'll add Shepard as well. He makes the team. Boom. Okay, so I'm going to put – I had six oh, receivers. No, no, no. You know what? I changed my mind. I'm going to add Antonio Hamilton. He's a great special teams player. I know it's a stretch. but Okay. Yeah, so okay. I have 53. I'm good. Okay, what do I have? Six receivers? You have – let me go back up here. You have Slayton, Coleman, Tate, Shep, Shep, Latimer. So you have six. All right, so let's let's add, let's throw another receiver on there. Let's put Benny Fowler on there. Yes, my boy Benny, my, becoming my favorite receiver. <laughs> One more offensive lineman. Hmm. Um, we'll go with Victor Salako. Yeah. No, I'm sorry, uh, Brian Mahalik. Add oh, nice. him. That's right. Yeah, nice. That's a good one. We'll add him. Okay. All right. Then you're one player short. I'm one player short. And actually, uh, fifty fifty. You're two play. You need two more players. You only had forty nine. So you just uh, added two. You added Fowler and Mahalik. Okay, I had six linebackers. Yeah. I actually had seven of my original things. So, um, Ogletree, Martin, Golden. Oh, no, you Carter, have seven. Good... You have seven. Ogletree, I have Martin, seven, right. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Right. Uh, eight defensive linemen. Okay, one, two, three. Wow. It's tough, right? I mean, it's almost like. Yeah. You know, we're, we're what it shows you, Chris, is we're not good enough to uh, to fill out this roster. Right. <laughs> Usually, it's, um, how are we going to keep all these guys? This all right, year, so, it's, holy crap! But well, in fairness, we didn't see these guys perform. Okay, yet, so, so that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. We'll put the veteran John Jenkins back on defensive line. Make oh, that's, it. That's a good one. That's a real good one. And he'll be inactive every Sunday. Okay. Okay, and, and then, then let's spot go- there, Dave Gettleman. Who do you got? And then, and then we'll we'll bring Corey Ballantyne, but we're gonna have to, I guess, seven corners. Well, that's good. that's way too many, though. Well, I think one of them's gonna be converting. But Love is gonna be a place. Of, I think Love, you're gonna see Love as another safety too, as a free safety worked in there. You you killed me for that a few weeks ago. What do you mean? You didn't like that when I said that. No, what do you mean I didn't like it? I don't think you were too happy when I said Love might be a safety. You, you, you yelled at me. You said it's too early or something. Oh, no, well, it's early, but right. I'm going to just, for this argument's sake right now, since he has worked in safety in the OTAs, um, you might see more of it. I don't want it. I'm just saying you might see more of it, but let's throw Ballantyne in there then. 
Yeah, so, you know, it's interesting, right? You look at this roster, yeah. we just rattled off all these guys. We both cut Kyle Oletta. Yeah, and folks, this is, you know, this is uh, this is June. This is going to be changing. You know, we haven't even seen a training camp practice we yet. We didn't so. see any of the undrafted guys. And there's always yeah. guys that, that, that excel and become fan favorites. Who was the kid from um, from Florida State a couple years ago? Uh, the wide receiver everybody wanted to keep. Uh, Rudolph. Travis Rudolph, yeah. yeah they yeah. liked him. He was a fan favorite. Seems like we always have one of those guys that everybody kind of clamors for and uh, wants oh, yeah. to make the team. But this time, you know, it, it's early, but it, wow, it's like, wow, we were both short on making filling out the roster, which I find extremely interesting. Yeah. Um, I think we know who we at least think are the starters right now. Um, yeah. Goodson, his his job is, is up for grabs. I think Beal and Baker, to a lesser extent, I think it's going to end up being Baker, uh, but you never know. It could be Beal. But that's another one that's kind of up for grabs. Right tackles up for grabs. Apologies for those of you who love Chad Wheeler, um, but it is up for grabs. It's between Remmers and Wheeler. Um, quarterback is not up for grabs, despite what uh, other people might say. So there's a there's a few positions. Um, I think, oddly enough, safety is entrenched. Bethea, Peppers, mm-hmm. outside linebacker. And, and slot corner is going to be a challenge. Yeah, you're right. That's a good one, too. Yeah, it could be Grant yeah. Haley. could be your boy Julian Love. Um, you just did. You just did my future article. <laughs> oh, there you go. Right, it's a teaser. That's what we call a teaser. Um, defensive line, I think, is set. Hill, Tomlinson, Lawrence. Outside linebacker is interesting, right? Because we want it to be Golden and Carter, but you can just see Kareem Martin getting in there somehow and pissing everybody oh, off. God, yeah, mainly me. Yeah, no, I hope not. But yeah, so that that's about it, man. That's about it. So look at the that, early, dude. We did a, we did a, we did a, we did a live roster breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> no the early that. 50, the very, very early 53. I'm going to so. save it and then laugh at it in three months. When, uh, well, or two in months. In three months? months. You're going to be laughing at it in about six weeks. Two months, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see all this, man, uh, how this right. all plays out. But Yeah. I don't know, bud. Other than... Um, any Any surprise... It's early, Jerry, but yeah. if you ha- if I had to ask you right now, what would a, a surprise cut be? What would you say? Ooh, that was on the team already, right? Not like if Remmers gets cut, I'm not going to be that surprised. No, no, no. That was on a, yeah, like a surprise cut that was on a team. Uh, I, I guess I'd be a little surprised at Paul Perkins. Um, maybe I'd be, I'd be very surprised that, like, if it's not going to happen. But like Jenkins would be a, a, a huge surprise if if Beal and Baker are awesome. It's not going to happen. I don't know. Uh, man. Excuse me. The question was. All right. You know what? No. Here's one. Here's one. Cut. Yes, I got it. I got it. Kareem Martin. Wow. It's a surprise because we, I think Betcher likes him, and we all can't. I, well, we all don't think he's very good. <laughs> but no, it would be a surprise because it, yeah. he's Betcher's yeah, guy. So. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I mean. Uh, that would be a surprise, even though we would like it, right? Yes, we would. But uh, that would be a surprise. Yeah. How about B.J. Goodson if he somehow he doesn't make it, that's Jerry? That's a good if one, Con- too. How about if Connolly and Tate Davis totally outplay him in his camp? It wouldn't Whew. surprise me if he sat. But, yeah, that's a that's – a, again, that's a guy that you'd say, oh, they're ridding themselves of the Jerry Reese era. <laughs> right. So I think, uh, you, know, a- you know what another one is? And I, it won't happen, but Ellison. Mm. But it won't happen. No, yeah, I, I'm keeping my eye on Goodson, Jerry, and uh, basically Goodson. I don't, I don't see anybody else like 
that you know that could be a real big surprise. But uh, Goodson could be one that come down. You know that could be a, something that might happen September first. Yeah, I think Goodson and Martin would be the two. Um, yeah, but I don't think Martin's going anywhere. No, either do I. Either do I. So, uh, but two, like you said, Goodson was the uh, the Reese pick, and uh, <laughs> and the guy that seems to be going to have to really battle for that position this year. So we'll see. It's very early. Yeah, Martin's going to bring his two sacks back, or whatever. Right. He had. What he one sack, two sacks. And co- sack? Yeah, and collapse down on his own read. You know. Yeah. Well, the good thing is he sees that in practice now, so he may be able to defend it. So we'll right. See. Right. But um. What's the uh, Chris? What's the, the the competition that you're most looking forward to? I know we all talked about cornerbacks mm. as far as like watching that position group, but what's the the up for grab spot that that you're most interested in? I would say Beal and Baker. Yeah, you know I think Baker. No, you know I, I've I've already changed and I watched in the last few OTAs, but you know I think Beal and Baker is going to be really interesting. Who's going to win the op, You know the corner opposite of uh, Jack Rabbit. You know. Um, I think Rem, I think Rem is at right tackle. If he's healthy, I think he wins it at right tackle. He's going to have to look really bad to lose the wheel of Jerry, in my opinion. You know. Yeah, that's that's going to be interesting because Wheeler has worked hard to get better, and I, mm-hmm. I know there are some fans who actually like him. But I agree with you, man. You don't bring Remmers in um, if you don't think he's going to win the job. I mean, otherwise, because Shermer has that, we can win with the guys here type of attitude sometimes. And sometimes you like it because he has faith in the roster. But when you bring Remmers in, he's a guy who played with (coughs) Shermer before. It's, I think it's his job to lose. Absolutely. He's going to be number one tackle in camp and it's his job to lose. He's going to have to look really bad or not be healthy. Go ahead. And I know that Tim Coffey at Jug Big T is going to be mad at us, but it is what it is. Remmers is the guy uh, brought in to win that job and, yeah, they're going to give Wheeler a fair shot, but it just – this line sounds better when you're telling me that Zeitler and Remmers are replacing uh, Omame and Wheeler or Jamon Brown and Wheeler. It's a shame I like Jamon Brown, but I just – I like the veteran leadership on the right side of that line now. Yeah, plus Zeitler's a better football player than Brown. You know, <laughs> I like Jamon Brown too. He, he definitely brought something to the table last year when he came over to us, but – Zeitler's a better guard. That's the bottom line, you know. So, Chris, um, yeah, off off roster topic on Twitter this week. Somebody, mm. it was the the big blue VCR guy, and I don't, I didn't, I don't have Twitter up, so I, I'm not looking at it. Uh, he brought up the VHS tape Giants Among Men. Yeah, and all of a yeah. sudden, it was like a Twitter storm uh, among giant buffoons in, in a good way. Did you have that v- VHS? Yes. Tape? Yeah. Yes. I, right, I think, you didn't I think, no, I think everybody had it. I, I think I watched yeah, it. Yeah. I think I, I had to get a second one sure. because I watched the first one so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure, man. If I, I think everybody got that. You know, um uh why was somebody saying that nobody could find it or something or No, but everybody started oh. showing pictures of their oh, their yeah. copy of it and it looked they looked some of them looked really yeah. beat up. Um I, and, I I think I still have it up uh, up on our attic. Uh, but it's one of those things where you can watch that anytime on I mean you can even watch it on YouTube. You're not supposed to, and, they'll take it down, and, but yeah, I, I could tell you something else, Jerry. Um, somebody else put something on Twitter with George Martin talking about Carl Banks. Yeah. And I could tell you this. The feedback, everybody came talking about Banks, the love for him. Yeah. Old 58 was very humbled by it. I, I, I know that for a fact, buddy. Oh, nice. he, he he could not believe. That, that, the, was, from, that was from Giants Among Men. That, that Right. Yeah. Uh, he could not believe the love uh, for him still. 
Oh, that's cool, man. That's awesome to yeah. hear. So, um, and that's what that Funhouse started. That Funhouse put out that clip. Funhouse, right? You're right, Jerry. And Funhouse then I tweeted, and then I tweeted. Yeah, that's when I tweeted, "Boys mm-hmm. at Heart, but Giants Among Men." And then everybody started showing us their yeah. copies of Giants Among Men, which was hilarious. So, hey, people, I you know a lot of people. I'm sure a lot of people listening right now, oh, going to listen to this podcast. Tweeted about, hey, Banks was this, Banks was that. You know, Banks was the man. And folks, I could tell you this. Banks reads it, and he was very, very appreciative of the love Giant fans still show. It's pretty cool, <clears> man. It, it, it's that's the that's one of the things that's great about Twitter, like the interaction with all the yeah. other guys, and like you said, yeah. Jumbo Elliott tweets at us all the time, and we tweeted him, and, and mm-hmm. even if it's in a, in a ball breaking kind of way with Michigan or whatever, it's all good <laughs> fun, you know. It's good stuff. Yeah, and Banks yeah. is pretty interactive with people, so. Yeah, yes. Yes, he is. So. But dude, that's um, the Giants Among Men. It's one of the things I, I would watch and almost memorize. That's how you know about the sneakers game and the yeah, 56 yeah. championship game and all those guys. And um, you know, I'd watch it with my dad and yeah. be like, Oh, was Sam Huff good? What about Andy Costelli? <laughs> and you know, Jerry, a lot you know, uh, you know, we're a little bit older and stuff like that. You know, for the younger kid uh generation, thirties, twenties, whatever it might be, you know, we watching that, you know, and stuff, you know, a lot of people commented, Oh my god, I miss Pat Summerall, right? Yeah. And this and that. Hey, folks! A lot of people don't realize Pat Summerall was a giant. Yeah, that's right. Yep. <laughs> you know, he was a he was on the Giants. He was a kicker. You know, so it's, that makes it extra special. Summerall always had that little extra love, you know, a little extra pep in that voice when he used to do tapes like that. You know, with the Giants involved and all that, man. You know, because he was a giant heart, Summerall. And even when he announced the Giants, I didn't. You know, there wasn't the bias that there is now with certain guys, um, but you could tell when I remember in '86 when Morris mm. broke left i think it was third and one at like the 49 or 45 and he broke through the line and he just said morris is gone and you could mm. feel it like oh he's kind of excited about that and he would just oh. do, do things like that there'll be no three p you know and you could he, kind of hear it in his voice yeah. so and you, you know what jerry you if you remember you could hear it in his voice when Lawrence taylor first hit the scene yeah that's right uh when him and madden talked about Lawrence taylor madden they oh, were yeah. just jerry they were just like so in awe of 56 when he first was a, when he was a rookie and he was dominating um and then you know his mvp years and and, and defensive play of the year to, to listen to them man folks i watch youtube all the time i love listening to some and madden but the old giant things it's just great stuff man if you go to youtube and listen to the actual game you know um and you hear madden's voice and then some voice talking about taylor Wow, it was a special time, Jerry. It really was, man. Dude, I used to like the pregame introductions that, like, they they put mm-hmm. thought into that. Like, if you listen to mm-hmm. like, go to the '86 season or the you know what, go to the '85 playoff game and watch the, the Giants 49er um, the pregame introduction of, of like the, the the they basically they comment how the Giants hadn't played a home playoff game in 23 years and they play Glory Days in the background, you know, yeah. Springsteen to it, and it's like. They they used to do stuff like that. They don't do that. They don't have that creativity now. So, not only did you get you know great announcing, but before the game, like they like to kind of hype mm. you up. They they put out these. I don't know what you call them, shorts. I don't even know what you call. I guess introductions, for lack of a better right. word. But they were awesome. They were beyond creative. You just don't you don't. And this isn't a this isn't a complaining about the NFL <laughs> podcast tonight today. But those are things you used to get that you don't have nowadays, and it's yeah, it's, uh, it's a shame. Yeah, yeah, no doubt about it, Jerry. Man, it was uh, it was great times, and I do miss Pat Summerall myself. I miss John Madden. Uh, those were great times, man. They really were, you know. But so. it, was, it was funny seeing Giants among Man. Man, I I used to come yeah, to school, yeah, and I think yeah. I watched it 
every day for like a year straight. I just I almost memorize. I I still memorize certain parts of it. Like it's yeah. ridiculous yep. when you watch it. Yeah. Um, Great times. Great good, stuff, man. Good stuff. Um, all right, buddy. What else we got? What else? Uh, what else do you want to cover? Well, I know it's going to be uh, your buffoon, but I see your baseball team has made the headlines today. And- uh, you know what? Let's talk about it now because well, what was about- that all about? Yeah, we could, we could I don't even know. For a while and some of the some of the feedback on Twitter was interesting, and it's funny when you can always tell when people like the Yankees more than the Giants, right? They they fight back a little harder, right? Like so, just for perspective, the ranking of my teams. If I had to rank my teams, it's Giants at the beyond top, okay? Then it's the Rangers. And then somewhere lower, it's the Yankees. And it's more because of, I think, the sports, right? I just enjoy watching football the most, uh, then hockey probably, and then baseball. And baseball is 162 games, blah, blah, blah. So when I, when I meet someone and they say they're a Yankees-Jets, I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool, half right. But when they say they're Giants-Mets, I'm like, oh, nice. And I, don't, I almost don't pay attention to the baseball part of it. I don't care. Even if they said, you know, they could say Giants-Flyers-Phillies, and I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to them, right? So it was funny getting some reactions back. My buffoon of the week are, are Yankee fans who, some, for some reason, booed Daniel Jones when they showed a picture of him on the screen the other night, or last night, rather. And it's like, I understand, and this is coming from someone who left the draft. I've said it over and over again. I left the draft in throwing a hissy fit. But then as time goes on and it sinks in, you want to give the kid a chance. To boo him now... Um, when he hasn't played a snap yet, he's on the team already. That couldn't be Giant fans, though, right, Jerry? That couldn't be well, Giant Well, that's fans. what I said, and that's why people went back at me. I said, Yankee Stadium, if you polled Yankee Stadium, I'd be surprised if half of them were Giant fans. Because first off, if you're going to look at it, – it's New York, right? So even if it was – if you told me that this Yankee game only had Giants and Jets fans, it's going to be 50-50. But then you factor in what I call all the Northeast frauds, the Dallas fans, the, 70, the, the 70s Dallas Raiders, Steelers, uh, Vikings, uh, Dolphins, all the teams that were good in the 70s that were on TV when the Yankees were winning some World Series as well. Um, there's a lot of Yankees Dallas, a lot of Yankees Steelers. I, if you polled Yankee Stadium, I bet you less than half would be Giants fans. So that was my point. It's, okay, maybe some Giant fans did boo, but a lot of them who didn't boo are not – Giant fans. A lot of Jerry, I, fans. I, Jerry, I don't think there was one giant fan that actually booed. First of all, was it even loud? I don't even know. I couldn't even tell you. I heard about it this morning. I don't know. I don't know if they even have a video of it. All right. I'm just curious if it was like really loud. I don't think it was. I wonder if it was really loud. I don't think it was really loud. If yeah, it was yeah, yeah, really, yeah. Like, listen, if it was really loud, then it had to be some giant fans involved. And, if and it yes, wasn't if they, that you think loud. about it, right? Like if they showed Saquon Barkley, fans would cheer because even if you're a Dallas fan, I don't think you're going to boo Saquon at a Yankee game. I, I just, I don't know. Not in New York. Right. Right? Right. I, yeah, I just don't, I, like I said, I don't think it was really, it was Yankee fans, right? Well, you know, enough said. Um, oh, there we go. There, There's the red, nice, nice, Chris. Maybe. It was Yankee fans. I mean, so what are we talking about? The sports intellect. What are we talking? Is it very wow, high? Oh, wow. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm not going it, there, guys. You Please. tell me. Is it high? The intellect. I think the I think the Giants Yankee fans are brilliant. I think anything else Yankees are stupid. How oh. about that? How about that, oh. Chris? Okay. So 
I don't think it was. I mean, if it was like a little bit of a boom going on, I just think it was like Jeff fans and uh, you know, and other other yeah fans. I I, I can't see that it was giant fans doing it i hope not anyway but i feel bad for the kid man you know yeah, i, I man, don't like no reason for it at all it's stupid it's like why are you booing him he first off he's looked pretty good in minicamp i know it's shorts but the results have been or the the, the opinion about him is he's better Changed. than we thought he's better than everybody thought his arm yeah. it look one thing he can't hide his arm's really good and you know that was one of the, the knocks on him was he didn't have a very strong arm he's mobile as hell you could see that he's got a good arm he's accurate to, to boo him before he's even played, I just think it's bad for him. And Yankee yeah. fans, uh, 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 Yankee fans, you are buffoons for that. And, Jerry, it's not like he's had a disastrous offseason program where every paper's hammering him because he looks like like a buffoon in practice, right? And it's so not, I can, yeah. then I'll give you that was Giant fans then. I might be like Giant fans, are so, they're so pissed off, you know, still, and he looks like a bum that they're like, boo, you know what I mean? And you know what but, else, Chris? He didn't charge yeah. $50 to people for his post-draft party and talk about his brand afterwards. Yeah, oh, you mean he didn't have a hat that said double H on it? Oh, my no? God. But anyway, um, yeah, I, I, I was surprised. I mean, you know, I obviously, you know, obviously Yankee fans, there's a mix of all different teams that are, happen to be Yankee fans too, like, you know, like all, all over the place, you know, so. Yeah, like I said, I, I mean, I, that's the way we talk about, right? Like in other cities, yeah. like if, if it was at a Phillies game, it'd be like, oh, those Eagle fans are the worst because I'd say 80% of them are Eagle fans. That's not like that in New York. It's just not. Right? Um, you agree or no? What? Like if you're at a Philly game and those and they, they did something, a, a Phillies game, and they booed somebody, you would say they booed the Eagles draft pick. Wouldn't you assume that 80% yeah, of the people there were Eagle fans? Right, yep. Exactly. Yep. No doubt like about that. it. It's not like that in New York. First off, you're splitting two teams in yep. every sport practically, and then right. you're going to factor in the frauds. Well, the frauds, Jerry, <laughs> you know, you're talking about 60 year old people now, so I don't think it was that. You know, I mean, if you're talking no, about there's, Northeast there's, of yeah, Dolphins and no, that's but older I, there's people. younger now. guys who are 90s Cowboy fans, they're frauds. Well, there's also people that are 90s Yankee fans that are in their 30s now all over the country. So you can't, you know, are they frauds? If they don't live in New York or have no connection to New York, yes. So some guy who's in his, who's 12 years old and the Yankees are winning those championships in the 90s is a fraud? Is, where does he live? Like you say, he lives in Kansas City. Yes. There's, a Royals, so he, yeah, there's the Royals there. The Royals play there. Oh, so he can't be a Yankee fan, no, even though he loves just, Derek Jeter or something like that. No, I liked Magic Johnson oh. as a kid. I'm not. I don't have. I don't adorn my house in purple and gold. So oh, okay, well, um, it's got, you got to so, be within driving distance of the stadium. That's the rule, right? Like you're Red Sox. I don't like it, but it makes sense to me. I get it. I get why you're a Red Sox fan. But if you're gonna tell me like, okay, so if you live in North Dakota, I give you carte blanche. You can like whoever you want. There's no teams up there. I don't care who you pick. So if you live in Cleveland, you can't be a Yankee fan. It's stupid. There's a, the Indians are there. You got the Indians, the Browns. Have some pride in your hometown. Huh. Were you ever a a, a, a president of Venezuela? <laughs> Why do you? I'm just ask? I'm just curious because that's stuff they talk about like in Venezuela. <laughs> you know, the government tells you what team to root for and everything like uh, that. You can root yeah. for whoever you want, but I I get the right to call you a fraud. All right. Well, the like I said, I don't think it was like many giant fans there yankee fan you know you know uh whatever i just feel bad they get back to the main point i feel bad for the um you know i feel bad for jones i mean the kid's faces up in a board and you got yankee fans bone you know so i'm yeah, sure he won't be back at yankee stadium anytime soon the poor kid which is probably a smart thing i mean you know who really wants to go sit in a four thousand dollar seat 
to watch some corporate guy, you know, act like he's a baseball fan, you know, which is basically what Yankee Stadium is now, right? I would say most, a lot of sports stadiums are, unfortunately, bud. No, it's not. No, I, you could sit, you know, behind a plate in Fenway for like $300, just to let you know. Okay, so. That's not cheap, any, though. Anyway, <laughs> wait, Jones. Wait, 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 wait. Hang on one second. $300 for a seat? That's not that cheap. Well, it's not 4000 It's not like they're paying, you know, uh, here's a hot dog. Oh, yeah, take a seat. Oh, we got, uh, come on, we got, we got to pay for David Price. So, yeah. anyway, um, so Daniel Jones, I'm sure, won't be back in Fenway Park. Uh, excuse me. He'll be in Fenway soon. He won't be back in Yankee Stadium, I'm sure, after the reception that your baseball team's fans gave him. So, it's a shame. It's a shame. It is. It is. You know? I agree. The non-giant Yankee fans are just, they let me down. So. Mm. <laughs> All right, buddy, who do you got? Yours. <laughs> oh, same, huh? Okay. That's yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I don't, I know you told me this afternoon. I was like, oh, God, same thing. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to ride your coattails today, this you week, bud. I'll, I'll let you go. I, I won't, I won't interrupt you. I'm going to have to ride. Listen, uh. You know what kills me too? Today somebody put on Twitter that, hey, what's the big deal? He got booed. You know, he has to he has to earn his fanhood. He has to earn it. That's funny, but um I love when Yankee fans talk like that. You have to earn your fan, like you gotta earn your pinstripes, whatever that means. Right? Um, won't they boom Mariano Rivera and Derek Jeter and Andy Pettit too when they had bad outings? Or oh god forbid Jeter slumped. Uh, you know, so guy, wh- whoever tweeted that, are you kidding me with that? Chris, it's a Bronx way, thing. It's a Bronx thing that people get booed. They get booed. Stars get booed in every stadium, man. Chris, by the way, when Jeter yeah. caught that ball and, and flew into the crowd, were you serious yeah. that it was overblown? Oh, he was totally acting. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and did you see it? It was like a wrestling move in the stands. He got a little raise and he cut his forehead and came out. Oh, bleeding. Oh, that's Give awesome. Me Give me a break. Hey, I could have so- pulled up. By the way. By the way, mm. uh, uh, yeah, he could have pulled up. Stop. With his running and diving into the stands. Crap. Yeah, we break. <laughs> if that was Bogarts, he would have slid on his left knee like he's taught, slid, made the catch, and would have hopped up, slid right up, and walked into the dugout. Like that's the way you're taught. <clears throat> yeah. Okay. That's, that's no. Nah, I'm only I, kidding. I'm only kidding. That, that was a great play. Uh, that was a great play. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the bus. I love the bus Yankee fan shots. I saw that. I'm like, well, I don't know if he believes that or not. I don't think he does. I think he's. <laughs> I think he's full of it. <laughs> no, no, that was a great play by Gina. Obviously, he was going full, full, full boy. <laughs> I used to tell you, your fans, oh, what an act that guy is, you know. And, and what you're seeing it now as a Florida Marlin executive, right? You're seeing his act, right? He's hated down there. He, he He's mistreating people left and right. You he know, gave the on. Yankees John Carlos Stanton for what? Nothing, right? Yeah, you know, so he'll be hurt this week. Don't worry about it. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, he'll swing in the same spot no matter where the pitch is thrown. That's what Stanton does. He swings whatever <laughs> plays. Those Jackie team, they might have like Glover Torres batting night. That's how good this lineup is now. <laughs> so, I, I mean, he, John Carlos Stanton reminds me of uh, Pedro Serrano from Major League. He's afraid of the curveball. <laughs> any any curveball he can't hit, it's forget it. Bats are afraid. But um, but poor Daniel Jones. We'll yeah, see. and and by we'll the way, right. we we did. Talk I hope about- he. I, I hope he makes. I hope. I hope he makes a lot of people, including me, crow, but. Yeah, I, I think uh, he's on his way to doing that, uh, thankfully. Um, one thing Chris and I talked about, everybody, was we will do a live uh, podcast uh, one day at training camp because, let's face it, Chris, fans are allowed at Giants training camp practices. Um, it's not like they Philly. are. It's not they like are, Philly man. where you're allowed to one. Um, yeah. So we will do one live. Well, not live. We'll, 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 then we'll, rec- we'll record it and then we'll drop it. Um, 
and uh, you know, we'll see what uh, where it takes us and how much noise will be in the background and how all the mayhem that can ensue. Maybe we'll do live. Maybe we'll do questions. Who the hell knows from people? Uh, we'll do yep. live questions. You can ask us anything you want, and we'll decide whether or not we want to answer, just like we do on uh, Twitter Thursdays <laughs> or Twitter Fridays. But um, it should be fun, man. I'm, I'm actually yeah. We're working on it. Hopefully, we'll, we'll pull it off. You know. Yeah, we'll, we'll be work. like uh, we'll be like um, Mike the like, Mad Dog back in the day. <laughs> right, right, exactly. There you go. Except I'll just have my laptop up up with a with a microphone sticking out. <laughs> uh, yeah, know. listen, listen. We'll work. We'll see if we can pull it off, and uh, we'll get a date when the dates come out. The dates should be coming out any day now uh, for the open practices. You know, which is more, um, which is more than the Eagles have. They have one. It's probably going to be like nine more than the Eagles. Yeah, right. If you guys you know? didn't hear. The Eagles have one open practice to their fans. That's how much they love their fans there in Philly. Right, right. So I guess when, uh, you know, I don't know what the reason is for that. I can't wait to see a reason for that. Don't be surprised if that changes, Jerry. Yeah, I, w- I want to read the uh, the Twitter vitriol out of Philly. It's going to be great. I'll, I'll, listen to, I'll listen to WIP tomorrow, I admit it, um, just to hear what they say, because that's, uh, that's bad form. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not a good way to start off the 2019 season. Um, and one guy, I saw one guy, right? Oh, all, all that matters is winning. Yeah, of course. We know that, dude. I mean, nobody's going to care in September if you win the first four games of the year. But that's not the point of this, right? The, the point is, like, why are you doing this to the fans? The fans love going to training camp practices, right? To see their team. Yeah. And, you know, kudos to the Giants and a lot of teams for bringing it home now because you're, it's so much more accessible than it used to be. It used to be, you know, they really make a trip to Albany to see them. And it was cool oh. going up there, but it's far, man. Now they practice at the, at the 16W. Yeah, you know, and, and people are going to be jammed this year with the Giants because obviously because of Daniel Jones. You know, everybody wants to take a look at this kid, right? Yes. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, you're going to want to look at Jones, and, you know, um, to see what he does out there. And, and the fans, they really do. I mean, you know, how many times can you be up close to, uh, you know, your favorite team, you know, watching them practice, you know? So it's good stuff. Um, I just don't quite get what the Eagles are doing. Uh, but that's their business, you know. Uh, you know, the more negative crap that goes down their way, the better, in my opinion. You know. Yes, I love so. it. I can't wait to rub it in their faces. Yeah, um, yeah. So, um, the Giants haven't announced the dates yet, but I don't expect any curveballs here, Jerry. By saying, "Oh, it's only three, uh, I expect the usual, you know, nine or ten with the Giants. Um, and real quick, Chris, again, guys, yeah. thank you. The iTunes ratings were up to, I think, one hundred ninety-one. Uh, we're averaging five stars, which is absolutely amazing for that many. Um, I do read them. Chris reads them. We laugh about them. And Vic P, yours, buddy, is the most creative and was the most hilarious. Well, so, Jim, you, I didn't read that yet. What, what did he say? Do you want me to read it? Yeah, could it's, you please? It's, yeah. It's absolutely hilarious. My wife thought he was making fun of us. It was that funny, right? Okay. He wasn't, though. He wasn't. He, he warned us before. He said, hey, man, I just put out a very funny ra- uh, review. Hope you like it. So he called it life-changing. Mm. So this podcast changed my life. Jer- Jerry Foley's dulcet tones and Chris Bizignano's, and he spelled your name wrong. He said, I'm certain that's how it's spelled. Hard-hitting journalism have physically made me into a better person. The Giant Insider podcast has cured my angina, caused me to grow a foot taller, helped me shed 300 pounds, made me a better lover to my wife and a better father to my kids. This podcast should be played at schools in the morning instead of the national anthem. <laughs> I love this podcast so much. I'm getting a hashtag buffoon crew tramp stamp this afternoon. Jerry, that has to be the best review. I, I want to print it out. I want to like put it on a wall somewhere in my house. Vic? It's that good. Jerry, what's the guy's name? Vic P. He tweeted at us a couple days ago. 
Oh, okay. Well, I Vic, think that's that's the same Twitter name too. I think. Well, Vic, obviously you're going to listen to this podcast. Thank you, and you have to come over to me, um, at training camp and say hello. Please make try to make one, or come over to us when we do it. You know, when we pull off this, hopefully pull off this podcast live at training camp. You have to come over and say hello, man. Uh, I got to meet this guy, Jerry. Yeah, whoever that, put that together is um, that is classic. Yeah, I was right? reading and this now, morning. Folks, yeah, and now, folks, I want to see somebody top that. Now, let's go. <laughs> yeah, put anything, guys. We don't care as long as you give us five stars. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, um, I hope a lot of people come over uh, at training camp. I, I really would love to meet a lot of our followers, Jerry, especially people who write the positive reviews and always tweet at us. You know. Yep. Um. Hopefully we see the buffoon shirts um, and please, you know, I'll mention we are still five weeks away, but I will mention it before camp starts to come on over, um, you know, and direct message, uh, put it on Twitter, don't to practice. I love to meet a lot of people, man. I really would. I love to see. I just want to see, you know, how funny these people are in person, Jerry, because they're so funny on Twitter, man. Yeah. They're, they're witty. You just hope that they're kind of the same when you meet them. It'd be a, it'd be a treat, man. It'd be awesome. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, you hear that? Yeah, Lisa's got to come over. I hope Lisa doesn't punch me in the face for anything about Elon. No, Eddie. Lisa, Lisa loves you, man. Lisa, I was right around the corner from Lisa's house the other day, too, man. And, uh, and she goes to one of my favorite places. She lives right by one of my favorite places on Staten Island. And um, and hopefully she's at the camp. I love to meet her, too, man. She's a she's a really great, really great follower. Yeah, so we'll, we'll announce more as that happens um, when we're going to be there. Chris will be there every day. I'll be there probably at least two or three of the nine practice is open to the public so anything else buddy no, that's it man all right everybody if you want to order a subscription to the giant insider go to www.thegiantinsider.com Je- oh yes oh, i'm sorry yeah i'm sorry jay go ahead no go ahead no i just somebody just text uh text me that lawrence taylor's at the yankee game tonight and he was booed by yankee fans seriously no oh okay because i was hoping it was true then it would prove my point that it was mostly dallas fans no, uh, showing you the intellect of Yankee fans. Or go to Magster for a digital subscription. That's M-A-G-Z-T-E-R. And go to the App Store and download the Giant Insider app. As always, everyone, you guys are the best. Thanks so much for listening. And remember, Sundays are giant days. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.